the Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, I'm Ricky Bobby. Let's put it up for the weekend warriors. It's the Racers and Rental Cars podcast with your hosts, Top Fuel Cam, Cameron Foray, and his co-host, Mr. Top Sportsman, Don O'Neill. Keep on. Welcome to this week's episode of Racers and Rental Cars, where we are days away and probably more suitable in the thought process, hours, if you will, away from one of the best weeks in motorsports, the Performance Racing Industry Show, kicking off at the Indianapolis Convention Center, Lucas Oil Stadium downtown indianapolis where uh, all of us are going to converge as we move forward take in all the sights and sounds products people handshakes and everything else that goes along with a trade show this week we're going to flash back in time with a, a wonderful guest talking about pri but before we get to that Let's get on with a little bit of house cleaning, if you will, and a couple little rants. Here we go. I appreciate those of you that are tuning in this week after we took a slight break, if you will, for the Thanksgiving holiday. I, like most, uh, decided to uh, venture to uh, recharge, relax, take in some time with friends and family and just get a different perspective if you will and not different perspective right i know uh, those of you that follow along in the social world that talk about posted about being thankful and being kind and being human and things of this nature that are are truly just moments for a lot of people where they go ah take a collective sigh and say okay yes it it could be worse and yes it's not that bad and be in the moment and i had sporadic spouts where i threw my lovely iphone of connected to the world over into a backpack and said you know what today's not the day it can stay over there or Heck, I think I even went one day and left it and let it die uh, with no charge, if you will. So I hope everyone took in some time, some moments, some turkey, some ham, some stuffing, sweet potatoes, whatever it is that you enjoy with your loved ones, friends giving, and just sat back and took moments to to be thankful if you, if you don't have things traumatically wrong in your life uh medically financially whatever the case may be you're still have your eyeballs open and you're breathing and can gather yourself up if you will as we push forward through these holidays and into 2023 and you know a lot of a lot of people are struggling out there in the world and in it, uh, my heart goes out to some of our listeners who tune in on a regular basis, send the messages. I know they've got loved ones out there that are fighting, have recently lost loved ones. And it is never a difficult, uh, never an easy thing, but it's always difficult, right? To know exactly what it is that you need to say or should say. And sometimes it's just letting individuals know that, that you're there if they need, need you. Um, so that's our post-holiday if you will thoughts it was nice to see a lot of people posting thank you very much we did take a little bit of a vacation we dropped an episode of tom bailey so if you did not download last week go back and listen to tom bailey as we had him on the show talking about sick the magazine the dragon drive how it is really taking off in the the high performance automotive enthusiast segment groups if you will and some of the challenges that they've went through as they are adding events. And I'm sure you'll hear if you're 
keeping up on the social side next week during PRI is there's going to be a go-kart challenge for sick, the magazine. So I'm looking forward to, uh, in seeing all of that take place. Uh, but as we move along, let's talk a little bit about some racing as I was traveling. Wow. Something that, you know, you, you, on the surface as a fan, you go, man, I, I hated to see that happen. Right. And I think right now that is the, the split, if you will, uh, as Angel Sampe was released from Vance and Hines on the NHRA pro stock motorcycle program. You know, there's, there's a lot of things that go on, uh, as we sit back, and if you think about it, positioning, if you will, right, there's not a lot of racers that are out there in the professional ranks that are still considered hired guns, if you will. Uh, a lot of them are owner drivers or uh, they have large, uh, large financial support from family members. Um, so it, it becomes a challenge then for some teams, if you will, that it's about performance. And if they do have marketing partners that are involved, um, man, it can get kind of tough. And there was some challenges this year on the 2022 season for, for Angel and the Vance and Hines team. And so it was, um, I think for some, it may have been shocking. Um, but if you, really pull back and and get that perspective look at it uh the Vance and Hines team probably did not not probably they did not have the the on track performance success if you will in the performance record of how the season played out that they would uh probably how they drew it up when they started January 1st of 2022 so we'll uh, all be clamoring uh, next week is there seems to be a lot of NHRA announcements that's going to happen. Uh, the NASCAR announcements have, have kind of been dwindling in, if you will, is, is the NASCAR silly season as I was having a conversation with somebody uh, earlier prior to taking off for the holiday, you know, NASCAR, the top side of it, if you will, um, a lot of times, uh, uh, the majority of the time for those uh you know, RTA, if you will, charter organizations, they make a lot of their driver announcements and their crew chief announcements prior to the season ending, uh, going through the, the chase for the countdown, um, and so forth. So that a lot of the strategies and so forth, execution wise marketing, uh, all the photos and testing and crews being shuffled around personnel all that stuff's done early on for for some odd reason in the drag racing world we don't get a lot of that in the silly season if you will it it starts you know we may you know we had the Bo Butner expansion announcement with elite uh in that backing with horsepower garage and you know and then you know we just had the the angel uh, split with Vance and Hines announcement, but there's a lot of times, you know, that Vegas day after test, uh, you see some new individuals getting licensed or upgrades or crossovers and so forth, but we just don't really get all of the woo announcements, if you will. Uh, so that really kind of has settled in and it, it hovers, if you will, and then lands uh, during the PRI show. And that may very well be the fact that, you know, a lot of the teams are based in Brownsburg here in Indiana. And and so also, you know, they can move forward into the holidays and, and, and so forth. And there's so much uh, rumor mill, grapevine, sponsor announcements, things of this nature uh that we're all just kind of clamoring, ready to see what happens. And and myself as a, as a marketing person, but also as a fan of the sport. And, and, you know, so I, I like to hear about things that are going on um, and, and how the, the chess game is being played. So we'll be looking forward to that next week at PRI uh, as you will next week, not 
be getting a live show, if you will, from PRI, but we will be doing a few small little clip interviews with, with some individuals. So if you listen this week, drop us a social media uh, mention, I am a DM or any other M if you want. If there's somebody that you're not going to be able to come to PRI for, and you'd like to hear from one of the executives, someone on the industry side, social media related, as far as marketing and sponsorships, just an input, an idea, drop a line, let me know. We'll stick a, a quick sound clip in there and we'll get them all gathered up for you uh, as we uh, move in towards the longer holiday season, right? December 1st is I'm recording today. And here we go. We are completely on the on the downhill slide of 2022 into 2023. So moving forward into that as well. What are we what are we looking forward to at the PRI show? How about this? I'm looking forward to to seeing this so-called attendance drop that um it, it depending upon what social media platforms you hang out on, right? Whether you're in the Facebook uh population with a little bit older if you are in that demographic uh or you know the one thing about that you don't see is you don't see people commenting about the fact that they're not going to PRI on Instagram. Uh, which is kind of funny to me. And you don't see the comments over in Twitter land either. Uh, it it really seems to be the, the negative feedback or the constructive criticism for those that actually um, put up the, the thought process. It seems to be over on the Facebook world. Uh, last week, as, we, uh, as I was getting ready to uh, make my trek back here to the frozen tundra of the Midwest, I, I, I just... I had a couple people send me some screenshots of conversations and people's comments. And I was like, you know what? Let, let me, let me see here. Let me, let me hear, you know, and, and so to bring you up to speed, if you're not a PRI person or, or you're aware of it. So the performance racing industry decided to have a membership fee and put fees towards helping support the RPM act. Right. And if you are a high performance person, a business owner, uh, you if you live in California, uh, some of these states where the emissions piece of it, if you're an executive in the field, you, you're you're fully aware of this. Right. So the RPM Act is is what we're what we're all lobbying for uh, to be implemented so that we can continue to have aftermarket performance updates uh, changing if you will be able to still be competitive in motorsports across the country and you know there's so many things that go on with lobbying and and I know from the first time that I went to my first PRI show in Orlando you just you needed to be able to get in with somebody that was in the motorsports arena right and i remember my first one i was in the army and and i was lucky enough to have um you know greg and gina slack uh from north carolina converter design specialist they were they were nice enough to add me to their company and and get me a credential to be able to attend uh, my first pri show it was very rewarding, but it also at the same time, it was extremely eye-opening. It was extremely packed. It was so hard to move in and out of the, the aisleways to have conversations, to meet people, to take it all in. It was overwhelming. Now, every show PRI wise that I've been to. And I am also going to throw in uh, the IMAS show that took place in Indy the one year that we had both as I went to Florida for Orlando for PRI. And then I also came back to IMAS the, the like legitimately the next week. They were still right. We're, we're, I mean, heck, I think I'm getting ready to go into almost two decades going to PRI shows. It, it's it's been overrun now people say negative things and they say oh well you know 
Why do we have to pay? Why do we have to pay? Because we need to. We've been doing it and getting by for so long. And now we're not, right? We, we legitimately have, uh, for, for, for most livelihoods, if we work in this field of motorsports, whether we're si- selling high-performance parks, uh, distribution of high-performance parts, driving race cars, wanting to bracket race, wanting to dirt track race, whatever the case may be, this RPM Act with the EPA and and you can pick your sides as as far as the political side of things go and and that's not that's really not this podcast platform uh I'm pretty sure everybody kind of understands where I would st- where I would stand uh without me actually saying anything so but but it's important to have these conversations and push and push and 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 if you think that, uh, well, they're, you know, somebody sent me a, a comment about, well, PRI is a mismanaged business model. And I'm going, okay, that's great for your, pers- per- for your opinion. And I, everyone's entitled to their opinion. Doesn't mean it's good. Sometimes my opinions, I get comments and people push back and say, oh, that's, yeah, it's wrong. You're wrong for that. You're wrong for that. Okay. But it, the, the whole point is, is that at the end of the day, remember what the goal is. And that's for us to keep being able to do what it is that we're doing, collecting a, a you know, a paycheck or, or providing for our family or being able to have your passion, right? Like I don't see anybody being attacked for playing golf. Right. Nobody, nobody, nobody's shutting down golf courses. Uh, there's no, there's no legislation. Uh, you know, all we got to do is put EV golf carts, you know, electric golf carts on the golf courses. And all of a sudden now it's okay. Nobody's attacking the golf courses. Um, and that was really a tongue in cheek type comment, but at the same point, you, we, we need this. And you know, the people that are complaining about spending $40 for a membership fee, Really? Really? Everything that you own, that you use, that you spend to go racing, to be involved in motorsports, you sat back and said, you know what? This is the hill. I'm going to put my foot down and I'm going to make negative comments and I'm not going to spend $40 for a membership fee. Okay. Sure. The best part about America, we all have our rights to agree and disagree and, and, and be respectful about it and still be able to, to go on and have a conversation. I it's PRI had turned into, and I'm going to venture to say, and I, and a couple other people had sent this comment to me and it, you know, it was where their first perspective, as far as the $40 membership fee PRI turned into for the, about the last six, seven years turned into some TV reality autograph sessions right now is really like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Great for all of them that are on Discovery Channel and all the other different platforms for for this type of racing. No different than NASCAR or anything else, right? But is the PRI show really where that should be? Like we're we're there to have business deals, create sales, understand new products. But the people that are standing in line to get autographs, I, I don't know. I, I, you know, someone said they, they hope that the $40 membership fee cuts down on that. I would hope that it does. Um, you know, because again, if you want to have conversations with those individuals about performance, about what it is that they're doing over the fact of them being on a TV show. That's different, completely different. So I, I just, maybe it's, again, just old military guy perspective. 
on business and marketing and motorsports. So I promise you, I am looking forward to seeing what the crowds will look like in the attendance factor. Uh, I've heard executives say that they are over the moon about it. They are happy. They are hopeful that the conversations will be more meaningful with the individuals in attendance uh, that are paying the $40 membership fees. So again, I'm, I'm going into this eyes wide open, ready to see and uh, go from there. So I promise you, I will have a uh, perspective on it after PRI on the next podcast. And um, I'm sure all of you will be watching. You know, perhaps you're not attending the PRI show, and that's uh, completely up to you. Is uh, that's uh, that was somebody else's justification? They're like, all the money you spend to travel, to drink, to eat, everything to get there. Normally, right without a forty dollars membership fee, and now you're complaining about a forty dollars membership fee. So a lot of tongue in cheeks. Who knows? Maybe the Double O Shit Show will uh, will have some memes. That'll be coming out next week during the PRI show. It may be enjoyable. Uh, so we'll have to uh, sit back and, and see what Double O dreams up during the 2022 PRI show. All right, folks, that's going to wrap up, if you will. This week's opening is we're going to move into a playing back. Just a refresher for the PRI show, a great conversation that Cam and I had with the one, the only Alex Stryler, and uh, looking forward to seeing Alex at the show next week as he also will be putting on another sponsorship session. And so if you are in attendance to PRI, I ask you to uh, go check that out, meet Alex, listen to him in person, very dynamic individual, very insightful lots of thought processes, lots of experience to be able to share, get his book. You can still get his book out on Amazon. Uh, He's still got his webinars going on. You can check him out on LinkedIn and jump all over him. But that is going to uh, play right behind this. And then we will see you guys next week leading up into it. The 2022 Performance Racing Industry Show. Thanks for tuning in this week. Tell your friends, your families, rate, write, review, subscribe. That and Maybe next year I can be on the Spotify list. Everybody doing their Spotify. All right. We'll see you next week. This week's guest on Racers and Rental Cars podcast is just from up the road of the frozen tundra of where I'm at in Evansville, Indiana. We're going to bring in and chat with one of the guys that's out there making a dollar shake into his bank account so he can eat and go racing. And that's Nick Taylor. Nick, welcome to the show this week. What's up, man? Thank you for having me. Well, you know, I I mean, we've crossed paths a couple of times and we exchanged text messages and so forth. And what you're doing is cool and and everything. And you're a door car guy and I'm a door car guy. And so that just kind of, you know. Makes us a little bit of the uh, of the hood, if you will. But uh, <laughs> I, you know, I I had my first dose, if you will, of this whole drag and drive deal in Valdosta in February, and now you know we're closing in on 2023. I'm kind of looking forward to this time down south, this whole sick week, this drag and drive thing, and I'm like, you know what? I need to get Nick on the show, and we need to figure out how I can figure out how to leverage and get in this arena with you guys. Cause you guys look on the surface, like you're having a ball, but I'm beginning to understand that the subsurface is not necessarily so much fun. So before we dive off into a bunch of questions, tell our listeners who might not know who Nick Taylor is about Nick Taylor. All right. Uh, that works for me. Uh, I'm Nick Taylor, uh, originally from Indianapolis, Indiana. People call me, I think I got the nickname back in 2015. People call me Nicky Bobby after the uh, late great legend of Ricky Bobby. <laughs> but uh, I grew up, man, I grew up bracket racing, honestly. I grew up bracket racing, and then I got a whiff of 1320 video before they were even on YouTube. So 
they weren't you had to go to their website and i'm watching these videos and my dad's like what is this i'm like these guys are spraying their own prep on the track the track doesn't prep it or you know boosted gt's street racing somebody on the highway and it just like it lit a flame under me because i've always loved turbos and this and that you know and i like you said i'm a door car guy and i come from bracket racing and I, I i pushed my way into building a turbo car and then i pushed my way into doing drag week and then we went no prep racing and then we went backtrack no prep racing then i went street racing and then now i kind of went back to drag and drive and it's like i'm just kind of following for me where uh where the action is because you know like and i don't want to get off on a tangent or anything because i know <laughs> it's easy to do but just me personally, I like following where the action is because there's like an evolution of every style of racing. Everything becomes popular, then the rules come and the money come and it gets wore out and then like the fun gets taken out of it. So then you got to find the next thing. And like, I kind of just move around to where I feel like that thing's at. Like, I don't care what kind of racing is what kind of racing it is if if i enjoy it i'm gonna go do it so that's kind of what i do i just i can do any type of racing but i follow kind of just where my heart leads me and where my passion's at at the time so that movement right for you going mm -hmm. from here to there and so forth what at what point do you go okay i'm done i'm out I got to move. I mean, how hard is that to make that decision? Because again, we, you know, we build race cars, they got components on them, they're, they're setups and so forth. You got partners involved. I mean, how long does it take you to make that decision? Um, see, like I'm type of the guy too, like I'm very gung ho. So like I'm, I'm doing what I'm doing and I'm doing it as much as I could possibly do it. And like, I never really think about making the switch it's almost it's almost just like a switch flips in me like you know i had mountain dew and we were doing the backtrack stuff and then my partner in the car wanted to do drag week and i did not want to do drag week at all but i had already previously done drag week a long time ago and you know nobody even really knew that i did it i did it three years in a row but we did it and it's like it it sparked this passion back in me that i was actually i feel like losing for racing and it sparked it so, you know, the spark was so strong that my partner couldn't go on race week and race week was the week after drag week. And I'm like, screw it, I'm going, you know, like I did drag week with him. He drove and we broke the car Friday night and I stayed up all night Friday and Saturday fixing the car and then drove overnight to, I think it was Kansas to do race week and then did a whole nother week of it. And it's like, it just, I think that's probably when the switch flipped for me when uh, I wanted to go from more than no prep stuff which don't get me wrong man like i love no prep and i love the backtrack asphalt nitty-gritty kind of just you know very core level racing but the dragon drive is also very much like it. and people it's hard for some people to relate that but when you've done them all you can relate them all and like i relate the dragon drive to a mixture of street racing it's like two lane blacktop and street racing all mixed together with like a new twist on it. And like, that's, that's what sparked it again for me. Well, and I get, I can totally relate with that from the standpoint that, you know, we invest so much as a company into equipment and assets and your partners and everything that goes along with that. Right. So then at the same mm -hmm. time, you're trying to make sure that you maximize your return with a minimal risk, right? Diminishing yep. on that. You don't want to, you know, you hate tearing shit up. I mean, it happens. Um, yep. but at the, but at the same point, you're kind of taking equipment that, you know, may, might, might've been somebody's throwaway. They were over it. And now, oh, you, yeah. now, you know, now you got it. I mean, you, tell us a little about, about your current car. Cause I think that's the one that I'm the most okay. familiar with. Yeah. Uncle Sam. So it's, uh, Oh man, it's like, it's like America's race car. It's got so much heart and soul in it and just so much nostalgia. Like it, it gives me goosebumps just thinking about it. Uh, the car is a, it's a 91 Camaro and it's got that retro paint scheme on it. And that paint scheme has been on the car since 94. So like it was a race car its whole life. Cause you gotta figure the time to do chassis and all that stuff. Like it's been a race car its whole life. 
there was a guy, apparently, I mean, I figure he's pretty well off. He had that car, I think three others built at the time. He had a Trans Am, a Camaro, and something else. And they did like outlaw door car racing with it. At one time, it had a Linko in it. Um, I had been told that it had been 430s before with two stages and the big chief 632 motor that was in it. Um, and then, you know, the, the fiberglass body cars came and they, they couldn't keep up anymore and all that. So like the guy's health went downhill. Another guy started driving it. The guy passed away. That guy bought it in an estate sale. His kids didn't like it. So I bought it. I, I bought it in December, completely gutted it of the, the motor and all the wiring me and the guys rewired it with Holly. And I had a lot of like, and this was the first time like this has really happened. I had a lot of people come on board and help me out with, you know, I I got sponsored a motor, got sponsored heads, um, just all kinds of stuff, man. I got turbos. Uh, so many people came on board and sponsored me stuff, but it's still like we have this old nineties chassis and I moved the motor so far back and I put the biggest tire you could find on it, which is a 36. And people were like, if you can find a chassis that fits a, fits a 36, that's a, that's hard enough in its own. Well, man, we, <laughs> I put this little LS motor in there and I moved it way back and put the biggest tire I could find. And everybody was kind of telling me like, it's, it's not going to work. You know, it's going to rattle your brains out. You don't make enough power for that tire. Your motor's too far back. You won't get any wheel slip. And I was like, screw it. I don't care. I just, we're, we're winging it. And that's kind of like my mentality on a lot of stuff. I don't really know what I'm doing most of the time, but I'll figure it out and I'll learn. And uh, yeah, man, like when you saw the car on sick week, when you saw it go sixes, that was the seventh pass that car had on it. Like there was a blizzard up here, man. Like it, we had 12 inches of snow the day we left. It took me 12 hours, a five hour drive. It took me 12 hours to get to Tennessee. But uh so we just went down there and winged it and then like it went great. And then, you know, obviously I unfortunately wrecked it, but it's like the car itself just has so much soul like that. I love it, man. Oh, red, white, and blue. And and it was, and, and I, you know, I was, uh, I was just a little bit ahead of you there. Cause you know, I was uh, headed South and had to wait for the ice storm to clear so I could get the truck and trailer out of the driveway here. So I totally mm -hmm. get that. But I mean, you know, you put that effort in, right? And so I was talking to somebody else earlier about the fact of the Dragon Drive or the Drag Week or or any of these car culture type events, right? People just, you know, again, I keep referring to Valdosta. I thought I was getting to the racetrack early on that Wednesday morning because I was going to be there all weekend for NHRA. And I remember calling someone and saying, dude, what's going on? I'm at the off ramp of the interstate and I, and there, and it's backed up and it's Wednesday. What are we doing? And there was yep. that many people in line to get into Valdosta on a Wednesday morning to watch you guys. It was, I was stunned, dude. It was awesome to, I mean, what's, what's been the most energy filled place that you've been doing these dragon drives that, that just stands out in your mind, man. I, so that, and that's, that's a tough one for me because drag week and stuff like that, they'll go through Indianapolis and it's funny. Uh, it's funny that you mentioned like how many people show up on a Wednesday morning, like people that I know that don't go to the racetrack for 10 years, like they have no reason to go. If drag week or dragon drives coming through, they're at the racetrack on a Wednesday morning when nobody else is like, why are you even here? And they're like, Oh, well, I heard this was coming through and I thought it'd be cool, but uh, it's gotta be indie just because like, I know, you know, that's where I'm from and everybody that I know shows up there and, you know, the, there's a lot of support there for me. Um, also, uh, like when you go to a dragon drive event, I think this is part of the poll. There's it's, and I hate to say this because I drive a Fox body sometimes, <laughs> It's not all Fox bodies. It's not all Fox bodies. It's not Mustangs and it's, it's not all Camaros either. Dude, there's, there's, there's every kind of Dodge, Chevy, Ford, Mopar. I mean, everything you get the weirdest diesels and rat rods and tractor looking things like there, you, there's no, there's so much diversity in the staging lanes. 
Oh, absolutely. Awesome. The Volvo, the Volvo station wagon is what got my yeah. attention at Valdosta at Sick Week for sure. I, I mean, I just, again, it's, it's that crossover piece. Doug Cook and I talk about it. You know, it's, it's huge, right? You got horsepower, you got cars, you, you're racing, you got the challenges of traveling 200 miles between mm-hmm. locations in something that you're going to throw down the quarter mile. So that being said, give me your worst breakdown story that you can tell to our listeners of oh, yeah. heartache or, I mean, what devastation. Uh, uh, so I, I had a Malibu back in the day, an old G body, and I ended up bending the frame or whatever. I built a new Malibu. It was the first year I had it. I was 27, 2017, 2017 drag week. It's on Sunday. This is a test day. And I like, this is no lie. Test day. I'm testing. And I, my goal is to go eights all week. I'd done drag week the previous two years. Never had a, a part failure. Never had one, one kind of issue. Test day, first pass, I nip a piston. So, and it's an LS motor. You know, it was a stockish LS motor. So, we find a 4.8. We stay up all night putting this 4.8 in it. Um, no sleep next day, go through tech registration, all that stuff, go to make a pass first day. It's slow, whatever we're driving, uh, flex plate cracks. So we got to pull the trans and change the trans and converter. Cause we didn't have a flex plate to fit the converter that I had. So we changed, uh, converter and flex plate next morning. So, I mean, that took us all, that took us the most of the evening to do that. So we drive all night again, almost no sleep. The next morning we wake up, um, we're driving through a construction zone and I hit a hole and it wipes the bottom of my oil pan out. So yeah, we pull over, uh, some farmers towed us to their, their little shop Their They had like a grain, a grain operation, but they let us work in their shop, fed us biscuits and gravy. We, somebody delivered a pan. We changed the pan, drove all night again. Cause we're six hours behind. I get to the next, I mean, I get to the next hotel at night and the motor's just ticking and knocking. It had, I mean, it had no oil pressure because it, it ran without oil for 50 seconds. I, I couldn't believe it was hurt, but so the next morning we're driving to the track and the motor locks up <laughs> and that's going to Byron. So oh my God in the middle of dude. nowhere. Yeah, so we tow the car to buyer and find another motor, which my buddy Lonnie had already went to the junkyard and bought another motor because he knew this motor was probably going to go out. So he brings us this motor. We change the motor in the parking lot of Byron, leave the old motor in the pits to come back and get afterwards. So we, I mean, we had the motor out four, four times, the trans out twice, and just, it was the worst. You, you think about it, it's the worst week of your life when you're doing it. And you're like, this is just, it's horrible. And, you know, like I'm always on a budget, you know, I'm always scraping by because I'm always trying to up my game. So like, while we're doing this, like it was just all I could do to get there. And I'm thinking in my head, it's actually cheaper for me to fix this car and put another motor in it than it is for me to pay a a tow truck to come get it. So I have to do the work no matter what, like I, (laughs) there's, there's no, there's no getting out of it for me. Oh, Go ahead. Did you need a th- did you need a therapist after that week? Thing is though, after that week, like everybody's making memes about me about how we wiped out the LS population, and you know, and but everybody also saw how great you know our like how motivated we were and how hard we'll work to accomplish something. So like the attention was cool from it, and also like just pushing through and doing what you know you sometimes some people don't think is possible. They're like, there's no like you can't do that. You can't do that with no sleep. And it's like, Oh, we did it, you know? And it's right. I love it. Uh, all right. So that being said, we've talked about how you switched, you went here and there, you're back and forth. Mm-hmm. What's the, what's the next thing that's motivating you to do going into 2023? So the first thing that was motivating me just building uncle Sam is building a car at that level and competing with the big dogs, you know, like I have X amount of dollars in my car. And if I told you how much I had in my car, you would not believe me. (laughs) 
but having X amount of dollars in this thing and going sixes and, you know, competing with cars like Tom Bailey, obviously he could, his car has been a whole second faster in mine, whatever. But like now I'm trying to up that one more like, okay, we went sixes. So now what horsepower to weight ratio do I need to go five nineties? And like, can I do that with an LS motor? Can I, can I get there? And it's like, it, you would have to be on the ragged edge and you'd have to push everything to its max limits if you could even make that much power and get the car that light. But like now I'm trying to get there because like I'm not done with what I want to do with drag and drive. Like I love drag and drive because to me, it's drag and drive to me is like street racing. I love street racing when, when it's done right. Cause there's a lot of people that do it wrong and it can get dangerous, but I love the satisfaction of pulling up somewhere, unloading your car, racing, getting paid and leaving. I, I don't want to go through 15 different classes and tech and all that. And like, and I get it like every it's racing. Some people love doing that. And I used to love going to hang out at the track, but like, now right now i want action and drag and drive gives me that action because street racing is kind of laid it's not as alive as it was during covid because the cops didn't care during covid but and you know the backtrack stuff is getting a lot of rules and you know you got to show up three days early and all this stuff so like that's that's honestly why i made the switch to drag and drive so now like we did like i i was almost in like a like a post depression when we got back from sick week and like one of the guys that worked for me is like, man, Nick, like, are you okay, dude? Like what's wrong with you? I'm like, dude, have you ever done something that people say you shouldn't do or that you couldn't do or both? And then you go and not knowing whether you're going to look like an idiot or what, but you go and you do it. And then like you, you do it 10 times better and achieve more than you thought you could. And then after that, it's like, oh, man, like, what's next? Like, now where do I go? Like, I did all this, and what do I do now? So now it's like, okay, like, let's focus on what's next. So that's that's kind of what I'm doing. I'm trying to honestly phase myself out of, like, a traditional business and move more into, like, creating content. And, like, I don't want to be – I don't want to be, like, a famous person or anything like that. I just want to be able to make a living – showing people what I do and how it doesn't take, um, you know, it doesn't, if you can do it right and invest more time than you have money, then like I've always been with my life. My dad always taught me, we don't have X amount of dollars. So go make this, you know, and you can make it do the same thing. So like, that's kind of what I'm doing. I'm trying to go just do that with my life. (laughs) Well, that being said, let's, let's move forward to the point of the fact that you're, right now in the middle of repairing uncle sam mm-hmm. yeah which is another like learning experience that i it was i was very very intimidated by like i'm a welder i love welding I, like turbo kits headers stuff like that like i'll knock that out no problem make it look real nice and pretty but the importance of having everything square in a chassis and making it right and taking the right measurements that I've never done before. And, you know, like I, I just opened my tubing bender a couple of weeks ago. I never used one before. So it's like, I was very intimidated by, I basically cut my car off with a sawzall from the firewall forward. There's nothing. I cut the firewall out of it. I cut everything out of it. And thank God the, the rear was square. Cause like, that's where, you know, all the magic happens, but right. Yeah. So I YouTube, the Jerry Bickle book, the Jerry Bickle Bible, as they call it. Um, calling a lot of friends, like the guys from 10 Soldiers and, you know, Cameron Johnson helped me out a little bit. Uh, just uh, there's so many guys that are willing to offer knowledge. And a lot of people don't, I feel like don't maybe don't take advantage of it because they're maybe too intimidated by doing it themselves. Um, so I, I, I got back from vacation with uh my girlfriend and i i started working on my car i was just like i just gotta do it you know um i had a chassis jig here from another project we were doing and i put my car on it and like within a week i had it as a roller and it was like man that was so much better than i thought it was gonna be and it's like if you can just put your mind to it and focus on it just like anything else just like going to sick week or going sixes or just getting if you focus on one thing get it done and move on to the next it's 
it's amazing what anybody can accomplish. So I was, I'm pretty excited that I can roll it around now. Well, I know your YouTube videos that you've been posting, you and your crew, that's been really cool to, to follow along of, of how you're doing it and, and getting it done. And again, coming from someone who has stuck one in, or two maybe in the wall, uh, I, <laughs> I know how important it is to have a front end that works. It's extremely yep. important. Uh, all right. So that being said, moving into 2023, where are you going? Where's your first stop for, for um, Dragon Drive? I, I know you were out at Brown County not too long ago, out in the woods and everything literally else. Literally, I was trying to go into the woods. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let our listeners go back and follow you and see all of that. We're not, oh, we're not cool. going to, we're not going to spool that. We'll yeah. leave that. Mickey Bobby teaser. Inc. on YouTube. You can see it all. all. Right. See it all. It's all there in your glory. Uh, huh? So first stop will probably be, I would say sick week. Um, I'm actually leaving. I'm going to SEMA for the first time this coming week. And then after that, I'll be going for the whole rest of the month of November racing. Uh, I don't I don't know if I'm really allowed to talk about that or not. Um, but we're going racing and it's going to be awesome. But we're taking a small tire car. So it's obviously mine's not done, but I might even be racing in December at dig or die. I'm not sure about that. But if I if I if I really hunker down and can get my money right, I think I could make sick week with my car. If not, I might take, I have a silver car. That was my dad's, um, that I bought just recently bought back. So worst case scenario, I won't be going fast at sick week, but I'll be able to take something and enjoy it. All right. So do you have a full plate for 2023 or do we, or do we have um, it like penciled? Is it penciled I, or is it dry erase? Do you got a calendar? It's dry erase. You just keep moving. Yeah, I don't I don't really keep a calendar. I just it's if I wrote down a calendar, it'd just be like, you know, doing stuff because I'm like, man, like my schedule is very open, but yet I'm busy all the time just because if like if I want to do it, I just make it happen and I go do it. And that's that's one thing. Like me and my business partner recently split up and you know, I now have like I've, I've made my life to where I can basically just be like a race car hippie almost like with the business, I took out all expenses so I could make sure the business was good. I kept all my personal expenses to a minimum. Well, now I don't have the business. It's like, okay, I'm keeping all my personal expenses to a minimum <laughs> so I can have racing. So now it's like, I have the freedom to literally do whatever I want. And I just, that's what I'm going to do all of 2023, man. I'm just YouTube and racing. That's it. Like, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, racing, all of it. I'm going racing. My life is going to be nothing but racing. And I'm, I'll just, I'm going to document it all. Okay. So let's jump forward into that. Let's talk. You're going right down the path where I want to go. I want to know what is this that you're going to do? How, what is it that you're selling to these companies that, I mean, you're really putting yourself out there, right? So mm -hmm. like, okay, let, let's make sure that we, our listeners understand you and I are not good looking guys. Okay. No, no, we're not, we, we are not going to be, uh, on my best you know, day, I might be a three, but Hey, my personality okay. makes me 11. <laughs> okay. So see, I mean, neither one of us are going to have any companies calling us up for us to do, uh, bathing suits or, no. uh, you know, t-shirt models or anything like that. You and I were, we're out on that mm -hmm. program. So how is it that you're making, are you really having to struggle or work hard at the fact of putting yourself out there with your personality on the content? Because you know, keyboard warriors will fun suck everything mm -hmm. out of anything somebody does. Yep. And I actually, I'm very lucky to have the role models and a lot of lucky to have a lot of older people in my life that I've listened to a lot throughout my life. And the main person being my dad, uh, he always basically taught me that, you know, you can do anything you want to do if you work hard enough at it. And if you have pure intentions in your heart and you know, you're doing good, then don't listen to anybody else because everybody always has their own agenda and they have their own opinion. And I'm not saying they're wrong or their agenda is wrong, but it may not align with yours. So just because it doesn't align with yours doesn't mean that you're wrong or they're wrong. It just means like you guys aren't like you gotta, they're not meant for this season of your life right now. So you just do your own thing. So I, 
I've had a lot of people judge me and there's been a lot of people that say, Oh, don't do this. You know, it was first, it was don't add weight to the back of your car. Don't, don't go, don't do this. Don't put, don't go methanol. Don't put long travel on your car. Don't do this. And I'm just like, well, I got to do something. I want to be faster than this guy. So I'm going to try this and try that. And like, I just keep trying to do all that stuff. And I just, I don't really worry about what people have to say just because like, I know I'm just going to be myself. And I know that, like I said, I got, I got pure intentions in my heart, so I'm not worried about what other people think. Well, well tell us about some of the companies that are, that are supporting you going into the winter okay. of 2022. And that, that's also, like you said, what do we have to offer people? Um, I will test the durability of any part, <laughs> any given part very very well um and but that's like it's like a catch-22 so force performance robert robert young from force performance he he's my turbo sponsor he also bought my big block because he knew i needed the money and he helped me out to get my car going so he bought my big block sponsors me turbos all this other stuff and uh one night i was talking to him and he was talking about somebody else that he sponsors a turbo to and he goes yeah you know he just he doesn't have it like you have it. I'm like, well, what do you mean? He's like, if he if his transmission was to break down, so this is a true story. If his transmission was to break down in the middle of Kansas, like yours, I don't know if he would stay up all night and rebuild his power glide in a train in a in a freaking garbage can and then drive another 10 hours, you know. Like we we took some guy brought us a power glide that had been sitting underwater for like three years. And my power glide burned up the band, the drum, everything that day. And we spent all night just taking this stock air-cooled power glide and butchering it together to work with this dead and bare fully built one to make sure, like, this was the last day of race week in Mountain Dew. And we stayed up all night butchering it together with the help of a few buddies. And, you know, we ended up finishing it and making it. And he's like, a lot of people wouldn't do that. And he's like, I would give you every, I could, if it, every part that I had, I would give you if I could, you know, if, if you could use every single thing I had, I would give it to you because I know no matter what on race day, a you're coming and you're like, I leave, I leave it all out on the track. I give it every, every ounce of my heart and soul. I put every single pound of boost and timing and fuel to this thing that I can. Cause I want to win, you know, like, I don't want to go home saying, man, you know, like we got, took another degree, you know, <laughs> yeah. Or like we went out second round, but Hey, our car's still running, but we got nowhere. But we like, if I'm going to spend my time and my money and all my hard work to go somewhere, I want to do the same thing while I'm there. I want to get it, give it everything I got. And like, I think that's my main thing that I have to offer because like if somebody, you know, if, if I've got sponsors like Brian Tooley, he sponsored me. He's get, I think I've got 10 grand worth of heads on my motor. It's got the best valves and the best ported. They're, right. the, they're the baddest cathedral port head on earth. And, you know, he, he sponsored me those and he sponsored me a lot of other stuff. Cam, you know, custom cam, all, you know, just so many things. The Jason Rucker from VP, he hooks me up on fuel. I get M5 because I got a sponsor and M5 is the coolest thing on earth. <laughs> right uh, uh, dude, good no it's so everybody that you got it it the the feedback that they give you about supporting you and your mm -hmm. intestinal fortitude and drive to keep going right yep. and so at, at the end of the day a lot of people i tell them i'm like you know we all have our brand value right we're all our own individual brands and the sooner you figure that out and and make sure that you keep your image in check with it you're, the more credit you can build up in your bank account and the more people that want to come over and continue to deposit into your bank account and support mm -hmm. you. And it sounds like you had one, you definitely had a, a good upbringing with a dad to support you. Cause like everybody, all of our dads are in one way, shape or form stuck us in this addictive thing. Yeah. that's called horsepower. <laughs> it's all their speed. fault. <laughs> it absolutely is them and hot wheels. It's all their fault. And mm -hmm. so you're moving forward. And do you, do you have a goal? Like, is this like a, a leap? Like, is this a springboard? Like, like, 
where do you really want to go? Right. Cause everybody, everybody drag race. Oh, I want to drive top fuel. Not me, but anyway, you know, mm-hmm. racers have something that they want to drive or where the, a level they want to get to. What does Nick Taylor want to get to? Man. I mean, that, that's kind of the million dollar question. Right. But I don't have a specific goal, you know, like I want to drive this car or I want to do this. Like my, my goal is more of a broader, like a broader goal of, I just want like, I, for one, my main part is I want to be happy and I want to inspire other people to, to just like, you know, get after it. You know, I want to like, I want to light the fire in people and say like, dang, you know, and that's, I I think that we kind of did that in February in Valdosta. Like you saw, like, I mean, we went, there's people that try years to go as fast as we did with cars that are way fast, like way better than mine. And we, we did it in six passes. And like, I'm just, so now like the sky's the limit. It just motivates me to try to be better. And like, I just want other people to know, like, keep trying, you know, I don't, I want to just race and be happy. That's all I want to do. And if I can, obviously I need to make enough money somehow at it to pay my bills but that's, I feel like that's the ne- that's a never ending problem anyways. You know, everybody, the more you get, the more you spend, you're never going to have enough. So like, mm-hmm. I try not to, mo- I try not to put like a monetary number on it, but like, that's where YouTube, like if I can hit YouTube hard enough, I can make just enough to cover some of my bills. And if I don't have to worry about my bills, then any extra money I make, I can invest into, like, I've got some parts that I'm coming out with on my website. I can invest a little bit in these parts that can be more of a passive thing that I can sell and bring in a little more money Then I can go racing. If I win money there, then, you know, this, and then like my YouTube helps spread all that. So not only can I make a little off YouTube, then I can help spread everything else. So like, that's, I want it to just be a revolving, like I want it to be a revolving door that snowballs and gets bigger. <laughs> Obviously like everybody does. Right. Um, and the revolving door of all the expensive and expenses mm-hmm. and the broke shit that keeps going out the oh, door. Dude. <laughs> the, I'll tell you one story. And I know we're probably getting to our limit or whatever, and I don't want to take up a whole lot of your time, but this story to me was, it, it was like the height of what I've ever felt because it was so awesome. And Tom Bailey, he was there to see it. So Tom has a thing called six shootout. He does it the NMCA stuff. And there was one in Bradenton right after sick week and Tom pulls whatever Tom does. And we all who have an eight car shootout in the middle of NMCA and you know, NMCA is nothing but toters stackers. I mean, it's like going, it's like going to a national event. There's just rigs. They're all rigs, you know, and these people obviously travel the country doing this and they, they're all probably pretty well off. You know, I put, I, I had an, I have a wooden open trailer that is just ragged out and it's the only trailer that I got that is functional. So I take my car, I put it on the drive on lift, lower the lift to my trailer, put my car on the trailer and I hightail it down to Bradenton. I'm like, I have no idea how I'm going to get this car off the trailer when I get there. I get there. My car is just filthy. I'm all by myself. Cause I was like, I'm going to Bradenton. I'm going to this race. I want to, I want to go to it. I get my car off the trailer. The car is filthy. I'm, and he parked us on the pavement in the very front by the staging lane. So there's, and we're in the corner in the middle of the, the pro mods, dude, we're parked right by the pro mods, all these stack, I mean, million dollar rigs just lined up. And I got my ragged out Duramax, my wooden trailer and my nineties door car. And we actually had ran right at, we ran like our run schedule was right after pro mod. So pro mod goes up there. Of course, it's the heat of the day. And those dudes, they don't make it 10 foot, you know, they just all knock yeah. the tire off. And like, I pull up there in my car, I'm pretty sure it was leaking trans fluid. It just had like, I could barely see out a window because it rained on the way down there and there's just dirt everywhere. And I was helping my friend with their transmission before that. And they're like, Hey, you guys are running. So I just hop in my car and I run up there and I just do this big, long burnout and I stop my burnout. And then I realize shit, I don't have anybody to back me up. Like, I'm doing it myself. <laughs> and, you know, all the all the pro mod crews were still standing at the line. You know, they're checking the line, like, oh, you know, looking at what they need to do for the next round. And I just, I back up. I just kind of line myself up. And, like, 
I can see him looking my window like, what is this? What is this kid doing, man? Like he's out here. What is this jackass? What's this jackass doing? Like this car is probably a little out of his league or, you know, it's just some dumb bracket car or whatever. And like, and like, I just feel him staring at me in my window. Like I'm just in this fishbowl of all these Promon crews just staring at me. And I'm just like, I start pulling up. I look like an idiot because I had just lowered my front end to get my crank angle right. Well, it's too low. So it started tripping the beams. So like I see the beams, I'm like, oh shit. You know, so I start rolling in. Of course, I roll in too deep, double bulb instantly. So I'm like, God, I look like an idiot. So I just put it up on the chip and the lights come down and I let go of the button and it just, dude, it went so like it does what it does. It does like this three-wheel motion. It's riding yep. the bars all the way down. It goes like, yeah, I think it was the fastest I'd ever been. It went a four five zero, four fifty, like 160. I'm like, yes, you know, like obviously those guys are going threes, but they couldn't make it 10 foot. And I just went out there and went like a 100 or like 105, 60 foot. And I'm like, yeah. And like I pull my chute. I forgot to turn my CO2 on for the shoot. So <laughs> like, I can barely get stopped, barely get stopped. But like I was driving. So then I had to drive through all the stackers and stuff. And like yeah. there was this one dude, this one dude that was on a ProMod crew. And I drive past the stacker and like, he didn't like give me a good thumbs up or anything. He just kind of gave me like this weird look and like a slow like thumbs up. Like, <laughs> who, who are, are you? you and what are you doing here? Like, what just what did I just see? And like, I went back and like my friends that were working on their car, they're like, oh yeah, like, did you have anybody go up there? And I'm like, no. And they're like, what'd you go? I was like, 450. And they're like, what? <laughs> like, you just, what are you doing? I'm like, man, I'm just being a Not a clue. Yeah, Not a clue, just, but I did it. Just wing it uh, like I always do. So that, like, I don't know, that made me feel so good. Of course, the whole rest of the weekend I spent hanging out with everybody, and it was fun. I broke everything on my car the rest of that weekend, but it was a good. You weekend, did it one so. time. You did one time, and you got you yeah. got the respect out of him, right? Yeah, yep, you know that's all it took. <laughs> but, yeah, that was it. Well, man, we have. I've kept you a long time, but I cannot let you go without answering a couple questions but but before you do tell everybody where to follow you uh so instagram is nikki underscore bobby uh n-i-c-k-k-y underscore b-o-b-b-y or nikki bobby inc which is just exactly how it's spelled both of those instagrams facebook is nick taylor or nikki bobby inc and youtube is nikki bobby inc all right well hopefully you'll get some folks from uh, our listener pool that'll start following you and uh keeping up yeah, with man, uh, the, the trials and tribulations <laughs> the never-ending shit okay. show of nick taylor that's <laughs> it i tell everybody if you want dumpster fire trust me i i could have a reality <laughs> show just just come hang out with me for a little bit i promise hey maybe that's uh, why we get along <laughs> that's it that for sure right if it's gonna happen i promise you it's probably happening to us that's for sure yep. All right, last two questions. You get to eat dinner with anybody in motorsports, alive or dead. Who are you having dinner with? Don Garlis for sure. I'm sure everybody probably says that, says that, but he's the one dude that did everything that they said not to do. And, you know, he's lost fingers and sat on Kevlar vests. Like, the dude is just a le- – I mean, he's a the, the straight-up OG. <laughs> Uh, absolutely well you're not the first one to throw don garlitz out i can tell you that yeah all right the final question this is always the tripper you get to Mm -hmm. send one wtf card to anybody in motorsports for 2022 who are you sending it to is it like uh like a mean or like a funny oh yeah yeah no yeah no it's a it's like a serious like what the are you doing Man, I don't know. That is that is a tripper. Uh, don't be one of the guys that says oh, I don't really have anybody. We all got somebody on our list at any given moment that you be like, send a text to like, them. WT. Uh, <laughs> I don't pay attention to many people. I'm not gonna lie, and that might sound conceited, but I don't really. I like. There's a lot of times people say, hey, do you know this person? I'm like, no. They're like, how do you not know them? I'm like, I don't pay attention, I guess. You know, I'm trying to focus got my on head my head shit Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, man, I don't know. That is – I think you stumped me with that one because I just – I'd probably send it to Big Chief because he hasn't raced for a while. Like, hey, man, what the hell are you doing? Get your shit together. <laughs> Let's go race. Right? <laughs> right? 
Yeah, yeah. I'd send it to him just to just to to mess with him. Just to goad him. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, Nick, I really do appreciate you taking your time out today and join us on the show. Hopefully, I'll see you at PRI or out there beating the winter winter streets of Indianapolis at some point. But uh, oh, yeah. if nothing else, I will totally look forward to seeing you down south in 2023. And uh, again, wish you the best of luck, my friend. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, dude. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. This week's guest on the show, Nick Taylor. Follow him on social media, YouTube. He is doing drag and drives into the track. And if you just don't know what dumpster fire is going on in the world of motorsports, stick his name in the Google search engine. He'll probably come up. (laughs) Oh, that's good. Thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode of Racers and Rental Cars. We hope that you enjoyed. We greatly appreciate it. We ask you to go out there, tell everybody about us. Equalizer, Hitch Products, Tub of Towels, and guess what? One of my new favorites, Bubba's 33. Give them a shout out. We were grateful enough to be part of a little social media deal with them a few weeks back leading into Thanksgiving. So stop by, check out Bubba's 33 on social media. Let them know. Heck, take a photo, snap it up. Tag us. We love it. We will see you guys next week. Let's put it up for the weekend. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics.